There are many ways people listen to vision, including on smart speakers. Just tell your smart speakers to play Vision Christian Radio. Alexa, play Vision Christian Radio. Vision. Yep, it really is that easy. You can also say, play V180 Radio for our music channel. It's just another way that Vision is helping you look to God daily. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. Sometimes in life we are forced to transition. Or sometimes in life, we just want to transition. We see people from the military transitioning to civilian life. We see professional athletes transitioning into new careers. We see people just wanting a change of pace or place or space, and they transition into a new life. Well, today, our special guest has transitioned from pastor to podcaster, and he joins us now. Andrew, welcome. Hi, Andrew. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Andrew Peter Gray, we want to hear your story. You were a pastor and now you are a business podcaster, but let's go back to the pastor. How long and why did you become a pastor? Well, essentially, I spent uh, 24 years uh, in full-time ministry on our church staff, first as a youth pastor way, way back in the day, uh, and then into various roles, and then up until recently spent 13 years along with my wife as the lead pastor of our local church. Uh, And like a lot of guys my age in that era, really came out of a major, major move of God in the youth ministry times and, and felt that call on my own life to leadership and to pastoring and sort of semi-fell into it, if you like, and then spent a lot of time there. Okay, and so you, you could have done that the rest of your life. Some pastors never stop pastoring. And why the change? Why did you want to transition out of that? Well, this is an interesting one. I have this conversation with people a lot. I used to have it when I was still pastoring. It comes up all the time now. And it's really to do with what I would call my leadership philosophy that I've had, not just while I was pastoring, but even before those times. And it's a distinction I make with people when I say that my view around being called to pastoring was always this idea that I was called to an assignment and not to a lifelong position. And so Even before I stepped into the lead pastor role, one of my most common prayers was, God, how long am I meant to be in this role and what is the thing that you need me to get done? And so my lens was always pointed towards this idea of there's a leg of a relay race for me to run. I need to receive the baton. I need to do my job and I need to find the next guy. And so I think that philosophy really helped me to stay in tune with not just how long, but more what was my assignment to get done, and that assignment itself would dictate the duration, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And so it, it sort of makes me think about identity because some people, they really they, they gain their identity, don't they, from the roles they do in life, their vocation, whether they're a doctor, yep. an accountant, a lawyer, or a pastor. And is it fair to say, Andrew, you never really based your identity on the fact that you were a pastor? Was your identity deeper than that? I tried to work consistently on that being the case because, you know, the point you make is true. It's a little bit of a trait of our human nature. And you mentioned many industries there. It's not just in pastoring or not for profits, but we do have this bad habit of turning our vocation or our skill set into our identity. But the problem that happens with that is if we make that our identity, it becomes very, very difficult to decouple from it when the time comes. Um, I was really helped massively 
uh, early in my leadership days when I heard somebody say that in order to transition well from season to season, you have to understand that your gift and your calling goes with you, but your context might change. Uh, And that really liberated my thinking around it. And so I was sort of well set up to be able to make this change. But yeah, I had to work on it as well and make sure that I didn't fall into that other temptation of turning the pastoring thing into my identity and then therefore have a hard time letting go when the time came. Yeah, and I I think it can also uh, be a a barrier between us and people, can't it, if we just call ourselves something in our minds and we address ourselves as that and we expect to be treated like that because I think ultimately – as Christians, number one, we're just a son or a daughter of God, and that's it, isn't it? That's who we are. That's our identity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we hear a lot of cliches in church life and leadership life, and some of them are less helpful than others. Some of them have been disempowered because of overuse, but they remain true. I used to cleave quite strongly to things like saying, uh, I was a person before I was a pastor, uh, and I will be a person after I'm a pastor, which helped me to separate the task from my own identity and it was interesting when I first took on the role of leading our church I made several small changes as you do when it's your turn to lead and one of those interesting ones was I asked all of the team uh, including myself to change our email signatures and I said from now on we're all going to change our email signature to our first name first and our title on the second line And I said, we're doing this because I want the church to understand that we are with them in this. We are people as well. We are not our titles. We have a title, but we are not our titles. And it was really quite an amazing little um, fulcrum moment for our culture where people started to realize, right, just because we've got roles doesn't mean that we are any different to the journey that the people we're leading are trying to take as well. Yeah, I really like that. And that, I guess, lends itself more easily to servanthood too, doesn't it? That we serve people because, hey, I'm just Andrew. I'm not, you know, senior pastor, apostle, bishop, most reverend doctor, you know, <laughs> been here, done that. And I, and you make me think of Paul. Paul addressed himself, didn't he, in the epistles as Paul, an right. apostle of Jesus Christ. But he, first he was exactly. Paul, wasn't he? Exactly. And, yeah, look, it's a difficult one because, as you say, um, serving people with leadership, it, it sort of sounds like and feels like it's juxtaposed and that it's it's you know not going to work well. But that's why we've got to keep on working at it as leaders, that we use our leadership gifts to serve other people's benefit. And I think that separation between identity and giftings is so important in executing that goal. If we only see ourselves as a leader, we'll find it very, very hard to serve, whereas if we realize we are people with leadership gifts, it's easy to realise we use the gifts to serve others in the same way that everybody's got to use their gifts to serve others. Yeah, boom, mate. Hashtag. We'll tweet that one. And uh, well said. So, And here we are. So we're moving forward now. And so Andrew, the person, Andrew Gray, the person who's a son of God or whatever Bible verse really resonated with you for your identity, you've now transitioned and you are helping people in another context and that's as a, a podcaster, as a consultant out there in the in the business and the professional space. So tell us about that journey. Why did you choose that? Yeah, really interesting. I um, Obviously, as you can imagine, I spent time thinking and praying and trying to reflect about where I'd been and where I thought I might want to go. And I had some really important people in my life um, pray and even give prophetic words and counsel about various things. And I feel like I've landed where I have in that space that you mentioned where I'm I'm podcasting, I'm writing, I'm doing mentoring and consulting and a whole host of things. 
And I was talking about it recently on one of my own podcast episodes and saying that when you get the intersection of four things, which are gift, skill, experience, and then mastery, you find that there's this convergence of everything that you've been doing, everything you've gotten better at, everything that you're meant to do in serving others. And you you land in this real sweet spot of, right, this is the stuff that I was given by God. This is the reason I was put on the planet. And so I started just looking outwards and going, right, what is it I want to do? And the answer was, I want to keep using the gifts I've been using. uh, And I want to reach a wider audience, especially the audience I couldn't reach before just inside the church walls. Yeah, absolutely. And so you, you embarked on this journey. And tell us how it's going, Andrew. Yeah, look, there's, there's challenges. There's no doubt about that. Anytime you want to start something from scratch, it takes a, a huge amount of effort to get something off the ground. And, you know, I have done startup businesses before and co-founded tech companies, and I've been in that entrepreneurial space before. And so I understand that the the resource you have to apply as far as your energy and time in the early days is really quite disproportionate. But almost two years in now, I'm getting to the stage where I'm really getting some great traction great conversations, the client list is growing, uh, the audience size is steadily growing with the eyeballs and the ears that I'm able to reach. And so, yeah, I'm excited. It's just about to tip into a new phase of really starting to get some uh, perpetual motion going. So let me ask you a question. Uh, When you wake up in the morning, what excites you the most? The thinking about the day ahead in your new role, what excites you? Yeah, good question. Um, I think really for me it comes down to that key word I used before, this idea of convergence, which is this inner sense of what am I here for? What, what is it that I do really well that benefits others? And I, I reflected on this a lot about seven or eight years ago, and I was trying to get to the bottom uh, internally of what is it that is my strongest suit? And, you know, different people over the years would say, oh, you, your gift is leadership, your gift is preaching, your gift is prophecy. And All of those things were true, but to me, it didn't feel like the nucleus. Uh, And when I actually took the time to excavate internally, what I really discovered was my passion and the thing that gets me out of bed is the ability to unlock something in another person. And so I found myself, whether it was in church context, uh, business consulting, even in sporting context, the ability to see what somebody else had inside of them and then be the difference to unlock that and release them, that's the thing that gets me most excited doing that. I love it. Have you got some uh, recent or a recent testimony when you've done that in someone's life and you've seen just real change? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Obviously, I won't name any names, but I can think of someone I've been working with recently who I had just spent uh, two to three hours doing a mentoring session with them. And this person is a business owner and they've been through some really difficult challenges in recent times. And so we had spent a couple of hours sort of uh, unlocking and unpacking the different pieces in their headspace and their emotional space and family life and business and relationships, you know, everything. And uh, I was so pleased when I got home from that session, this person texted me and uh, their language and their phrase was that they thought I must have some kind of secret powers because (laughs) (laughs) they said that when they got home, they said, this is the first time in weeks and weeks and weeks I don't feel any anxiety. And uh, that really made me smile because I thought, well, that's awesome. I'm not just consulting. uh, I'm not just talking strategies. I'm actually helping this person have a different experience in life. So I texted them back and I said, 
not sure about secret powers, more like help from above. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And so it was just a really nice little moment to encourage both of us on the journey. Yeah, well, you, well done, Andrew. It sounds like you are on the journey and you're finding traction. And yeah, I just want to congratulate you because it is easy in life to get stuck and just stay in the safe place and do the same thing for the rest of our lives. But you've taken a real leap of faith there and you've stepped out and sounds like it's really working. And I'd love to keep in touch and hear from you again in the future. But if people want to uh, reach out to you and listen or absorb what you're doing, your website is APG Elite apgelite.com.au and from that website you can find all of Andrew's socials his podcast feed you can reach out to Andrew for his consultancy and his help and his uh, life that he brings so Andrew thank you so much for your time today and all the best on this new journey absolute pleasure thanks so much Andrew thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media to find out more about us Go to vision.org.au